And we are super psyched to welcome our newest sponsor, Thunder Road Guitars. Thunder Road Guitars is the Pacific Northwest best source for premium, new, used, and vintage guitars, amplifiers, and pedals. Online or in their Seattle, that's West Seattle, or Portland stores. You'll find fantastic customer service and a terrific vibe. I know because I'm in there a lot. Grab a cup of coffee, swing on in, don't spill your coffee, and check it all out. And now if you use code TOURSTORIES10, you can get 10% off at thunderroadguitars.com. Yes, that's me playing guitar. Hello, big news from our friends over at DistroKid. They now have an app. This app works on iOS and Android, of course, and it's available in the Apple Store and Google Play Stores and all the stores where you buy apps. Go check it out. It's got a lot of cool features. You can upload new releases. You can get notified when you've earned royalties. Awesome. You can withdraw from the app via push notifications. A little dangerous for me, but rad. Anyways, go check it out. It's all at distrokid.com app. And don't forget, you can still get 30% off your DistroKid account by going to distrokid.com VIP slash tour stories. Have a great one. We continue to celebrate our friends and partners over at Isotope, and we got some big news for you. The gold standard of audio repair, RX11, is coming in May. In the meantime, you can buy RX10 now on sale and get RX11 absolutely free when it's released. Tour Story listeners get 10% off by using code FRET10. That's F-R-E-T-1-0. All at isotope.com. That's I-Z-O-T-O-P-E dot com. Hello, Tour Story listeners. Thank you for your continued support, and welcome to Season 4. I'd like to take a second to thank our friends and sponsors over at Isotope. Here at Ruinous, Chris and I rely heavily on easy-to-use tools like RX and Ozone for all of our audio repair, mixing, and mastering. Now, Tour Story listeners can get 10% off Isotope plugins or try Music Production Suite Pro for free for 30 days using code FRET10. That's F-R-E-T-1-0. To get your discount and check out all of their easy-to-use products, go to isotope.com slash ruinous. That's I-Z-O-T-O-P-E dot com slash ruinous. And use code FRET10. And thank you for listening. Hey, Cassie. Hey, how's it going? Okay, how are you? I'm good. Just hanging out in the Catskills. Oh, yeah? Uh-huh. The Catskills? I've never been there. What are the Catskills like? It's like a mountainous region, like upstate New York. I live in a small town called Livingston Manor. Not many people live here. I rent a little house, uh, 260 acres. It's super cheap. And my dog can run around, and uh, I can run around and not run into anyone, which is cool. Yeah. Have you ever lived in the city, or are you yeah. affiliated with New York City at all? I lived in the city for a few years. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm not from the city. I'm actually from Cape Cod, mm. Massachusetts, like right. Cape Cod. You know, I'm from here on Cape Cod. Oh, right. Yeah. People <laughs> Pointing can't to my see bicep. This, but she's making a muscle, a Popeye <laughs> kind of muscle shape, and her bicep is Cape Cod. Yeah. 
So you live down in maybe Brooklyn somewhere yeah, for a couple Brooklyn, years. Yeah, Queens, really. Ridgewood. Yeah. I lived in Ridgewood, Queens. Um, Ariane, the guitar player, still lives there. We go visit him. And um, I had to po- postpone our interview last week because getting everyone together to practice is like a super like Tetrisy like jigsaw puzzle because mm-hmm. like everyone has to like work and there's five of us and we're trying to practice for this uh, tour that's coming up. But like in the two years where uh, has been the pandemic, everyone, you know, has gotten immersed in their other jobs and lives sure. and everything. Yeah. Like Sam, the keyboardist, like uh, he's been making cheese. Yeah. Like he's been a cheese maker. Wow. Yeah. That's awesome. <laughs> I mean, I, 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 I love cheese. So that's why I think that's awesome. Me too. It's like a, <laughs> it's like a soft uh, brie cheese. Hmm. Yeah, yeah, it's All like right. a f- little little farm or whatever. And it was funny because I've actually been uh, working at, for this like little uh, grocery store and like I've been buying his cheese um, and I didn't even know that he was making it. So that was like kind of oh. like a cool like cosmic thing. I was like, yeah, dude, I right. buy that cheese like all the time and I eat that cheese. That's amazing. Yeah. <laughs> I like that. What's this cheese called? Uh, Chase Home Farm. Okay. It's called Nimbus. Nimbus. All right. I'll ask my local cheesemonger. (laughs) So you work a little bit up there, it sounds like, in a store. Um, How's it feeling up there pandemic-wise? Is is there any uh, air of positivity, hopefulness? Totally. I mean, yeah, it's like it's like a it's a little bit Trumpy up here because it's like uh, the backwoods. Mm -hmm. Like people are into like guns and like uh, there's a lot of anti-vax people, you know. Yeah. But there's also, you know, people that aren't anti-vax. They just kind of like want to get on with their lives. Right. And um, I also, uh, I'm also a bartender at a brewery. So, yeah, I hear a lot about stuff. <laughs> yeah. So I'm assuming you had, uh, touring was limited for you over the Yeah. I haven't played a show for like two years. It's yeah. It's kind of crazy. What helped you through it in the last couple of years? What kept you stimulated? I guess I was just working a lot and in the summer I booked a bunch of like outdoor shows at the brewery I was working at and um I booked like a a giant puppet show there was like these like huge like uh paper mache it was really weird um yeah. but it was awesome the, the arm of the sea wow. um let's see what else uh just like walking around outside with my dog and of course right before Right as the pandemic hit, you know, Sub Pop kind of approached us and was like, hey, yeah. would you guys want to do something? And then they were like, actually, we don't know. And we're <laughs> like, fuck. And like, oh. and then they like came back and they were like, actually, yeah. Oh. So <laughs> I've had that conversation with Sub Pop before, too. And I like that. Actually, yeah. It's like, actually, oh, yeah. I was like, feels it was like, good. Yeah. But it was just like. Hearing them, maybe not like during the pandemic, I was like, fuck, what am I? Yeah, gotta get a career now. I'm like, I was like, ready to like check out, <laughs> right? Yeah, so it sounds like you you worked a lot, Did. you walked around a lot. What anything else worked on the album, the upcoming album? All yeah. right, yeah, of course, and did you guys all just get together up there or? Yeah, it was it was written by uh Peter, Ariane, and I, and we mm-hmm. were just kind of like up here. Just oh, okay. like uh, writing and, you know, binge watching TV and like making cookies and like uh, that kind of thing. 
That sounds great. <laughs> <laughs> Did you have any um, anxiety about your rock and roll future? Absolutely. Yeah, because, you know, some people that I've talked to have been like, meh. I actually have a better perspective on it, and I feel I'm happy that I took this involuntary break. Myself, yeah, just totally anxious and, you know, tried to pick up some good habits to keep me from bad habits, etc. Yeah, same. I mean, at the beginning of the pandemic, I was like so... I, I was getting to that really, really dark place, and I was just like, fuck, I gotta, like, do something or else, yeah. you know? And do, and do you have a radio show? Yeah, I have a radio show. Was in it the... going? Was it going on the whole for the whole pandemic? Yeah, my friend, uh, this guy up here that I really respect, Nick Forte, he was like, "You should do this," and I was like, "I don't know. I, it's not really in my character to just kind of like do something like that." But I just did it, kind of out of boredom, and it it really uh, fed into like my need for like performing and like doing like weird stuff and like being creative and uh, yeah. also discovering new music. It kind of forced me to like listen to new music um because sometimes i get kind of like caught and like listening to the same thing but yeah. like that's always been like a kind of pastime for me like even as a teenager like looking like going on napster and like just kind of like looking through people's files and just like listening to new music and i don't know it was nice to get in touch with that again like when yeah. I was younger, it was like, that was like my, I was like the person who like knew all the new music. And that's how like my right. friends and I, like, that's what we talk about. Like, they, you know, <laughs> and like, just like kind of get high and just listen to music, just talk right. about music, you know, um, drive around. <laughs> Cars and music are so connected still. I yeah, think. totally. <laughs> I drove by a high school the other day. I was getting a COVID test and there was a high school right next door and there were some kids smoking pot and yeah. listening to music in their car super loud. That was last week. So I, it's still It's still live. going on. <laughs> what's, your, what's the radio show called? It's called Rare Pair Radio. It's mm -hmm. on the WJFF Radio Catskill. And so do you play just new music that... Not necessarily new music, but maybe new to me. Like yeah, kind that's of what like... I meant, yeah. Cool. I'm going on YouTube or SoulSeek and just kind of, or Bandcamp and just looking and that kind of thing. Yeah. All right. So you and I have both toured minimally, if at all, in the last uh, couple years. Does Gorilla Toss, do you guys tour heavily? Yeah. Yeah. You we, do. We're usually touring like most of the year. Like it's, yeah. it's like hard to keep a job really because it's like, um, it's just like you can't like constantly have to like quit or like take like massive amounts of time off so it's like it's kind of like a it's it's like a weird like lifestyle that like not many people of other generations understand i know it's like why would you want to do this like why wouldn't you want to like get a career like you're like this is my career what do you yeah, mean this is what i fucking do like what i don't even know like what what else i would do i mean i guess i don't know but it's like so deeply like ingrained like into my identity likewise you know? And then, like, recently, like, when the video came out, the Cannibal Capital video, where I'm being, like, really weird. And, and yeah. like, some people from, like, my new my new life where I'm the bartender, they, like, found me on social media. And they were like, oh, we had no idea that you would, like, do this kind of thing. And I'm like, yeah, you read a little bit more about it, you're going to find a lot more about me, <laughs> you know, that you might not, you might be surprised about and might not like. You just kind of, like... When you're a musician, you like put everything out there in like this way that like other 
careers like don't do you know yeah I it's kind of interesting what do you especially miss? if you're a lyricist you know you're like yeah which i'm not <laughs> but i know what you're saying yeah. yeah it's just like really like here's the deep inside of my soul and like it's <laughs> kind of dark and like yeah. weird and like I'm really existential, like, you know, and I'm just trying to be normal around here, but like, it's like, (laughs) (laughs) what do you, uh, what do you miss most about touring? Oh, I like, I like just like walking around places in a new place. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, back to your video. I've, I've watched it a few times. It's so good. It's really funny. (laughs) Um, is there is your dog in it? Is there a dog in it? Yeah. Yeah, he was like there for twelve hours. He was he's like a chow. Yeah. Black tongue. Yeah. So he was there for twelve hours. Was he? Was he bummed? No, he was just he just wants to be with me. He was just like sleeping like next mm. to wherever I was, like the makeup chair, like you know the side of the stage. You know. <laughs> was it fun making that video? It just seems so fun. It was so fun. I mean, it yeah. was like. I was like, fuck, I have to make a music video. And I was getting really stressed out and like cycling and like, maybe I just like need to take a nap, you know? Mm-hmm. No, you don't just like need to take a nap. So I just like went and took a nap. And then in my nap, I was like in this weird, like between sleep and awake. And I came up with this idea. And then I was like asking this other girl, I know a musician, Cowbells. I was like, I was like, you know, her videos are kind of cool. Like wonder like how she did this. She told me the concept of like having a director for a music video, which I I've never had. And I was like, oh, that's like a good idea. So I like called her up and told her the idea. And I could tell she was like looking at me like, um, this is weird. <laughs> and I was like, I, but I was like so hyper about this idea that she like somehow like believed in me. And we just like somehow like got it all together like really quickly this like crazy harebrained nap idea and um my friend max Berger did the editing and uh lisa schatz was the director and then we hired these like dancers like off craigslist or whatever like Mm -hmm. we'd never met before but they like they would do it for the low price that we had (laughs) (laughs) yeah because they're real dancers in there yeah they're like real dancers and like they had like real fucking muscles, you know, like their right. like legs and arms. I was like, yeah. whoa. Well, it's beautiful video. And it's, again, it's really funny and fun. Always have a dog in a video, I say. Yeah, of course. <laughs> well, I'd like to play Cannibal Capital. How's that sound? Okay. Here we go. Okay.
just like the journey it takes from the very beginning which is noise and like cut up stuff and it's great yeah. and then that, that repetition is great yeah i'm mostly familiar with gt ultra oh cool yeah my friend dave turned me on to that record and of course the song uh i always want to call it aliens but i think it's betty betty dreams of green men Betty Dreams of Green Men. Yeah. Yeah. That song is, I mean, the whole record's killer, and that song I, I love. The vibe of that record is more like a, a PIL or On You Records vibe to it. And uh, the this new record, Famously Alive, is interestingly more experimental than what I know of your old stuff and more pop. Is that, yeah. does that feel the same to you or is it just my experience? No, definitely. Mm -hmm. um, I think like back when, you know, GT Ultra days, I mean, we were still kind of like in that kind of like basement grungy vibe. It felt so wrong to go any anywhere near pop music. You know, it felt yeah. like so fucked. Like we couldn't do that. Right. Um, it just was like not possible. But yeah, Betty Dreams of Green Men was kind of like the first song where I felt like I was kind of like writing lyrics that were somewhat poetic and made sense. And they weren't just like kind of like word vomit. Mm -hmm. um, and it was just like a song about like kind of obsession, you know, and just like, you know, on the on the surface, it was kind of like about uh, Betty and Barney Hill and kind of like their alien abduction story. And like, oh, yeah, but it's also about something being all consuming and obsessing over like a a thing you know so everyone loves that song it's a it's a good song we it's like yeah yeah uh but i hope people like the new stuff too oh it's it's really great there's something also about it that i think including the title of the record famously alive it got a pretty positive vibe to it it does. I mean, I was just like, really, I was trying so hard to like stay up like above water during mm -hmm. this pandemic, you know? Yeah. Because like it could easily like slip into something like super dark, you know? Yeah. So it was a lot of like talking at myself and like trying to like read things and trying to like stay positive and like hoping to like get through and like go back to like the life, you know, of touring and being a musician and seeing my friends and traveling and eating food in different yeah. places and walking around on city streets that, you know, I don't know. Um, there's a new music video that's coming out, a new single, February uh -huh. 12th, and that'll be Famously Alive. Oh, and, great. Uh, yeah, I actually went out to L.A. to record that music video um with like one of my closest friends um johnny we did a lot of like green screen and like cgi stuff which was really fun because i'd never done that before and like rented like a studio but uh johnny actually wrote the lyrics to that song and then oh. um yeah i put him to music yeah i just he he's pretty like important person in my life because he uh i mean it's pretty like out there already but like i i used to have a heroin addiction oh. and uh yeah 
And, <laughs> and uh, he like, he like hardly knew me and he like totally like helped me like more than like anyone has ever helped me before, like out of that issue and kind of saved my life. So like the famously alive song, I was like, oh yeah, this is a good one to like put on there, you know? Yeah. And uh, feature his poetry and make the video with him and stuff like that. But yeah, it was also nice going to LA because I hadn't like been anywhere in like a really long time. We just like went, like we went out like every single fucking meal. All right. <laughs> yeah. That's and fun. uh yeah, and his uh his fiance um is awesome too. Her name's Gracie and we just like went sh- thrifting and just like walked around forever and and just talked and laughed and it was like it was really nice to kind of like feel like I was traveling again. Right. You know? And I just like went by myself. Like I didn't even bring the dog. I just like I just like went, you know. <laughs> yeah, you were just free for a second. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, that sounds great. And yeah. Um, yeah, I look forward to this video. And uh, happy that you and Johnny persevered together to uh, produce some health and a, a great tune. So I'm psyched, and Heck yeah. I think everyone else will be. Um, I wanted to ask you, when you do hit the road, there's a lot of drum sequencing, or maybe only drum sequencing, mm-hmm. meaning no acoustic drums on the record. I'm not offended. I'm a drummer, but I'm not offended. <laughs> no, I'm never offended. Um, but do you play live with a drummer and a yes, m- yes. larger band? Absolutely. We got a five piece. Um, so that's what we've been rehearsing with in the in the city. So there's a real drummer. Mm-hmm. Yay. I'm just <laughs> <He's>... <laughs> <laughs> there's a, a real bass player and a guitar player and a synth player who's also doing some samples. I mean, the songs aren't going to be exactly like the record, but they're mm-hmm. pretty darn close. Right yeah. on. <laughs> and do you play keyboards or do you just sing? I was last tour, but I think this tour I'm just going to do um just going to do vocals. Rad. And I'm just going to like move around and yeah. Do some dance moves. All right. <laughs> Every, people are going to dance to this record. I hope so. I hope they will. so. I mean, it's just it's so crazy. I keep having like stress dreams of about like having to like work the merch table and like some like weird guys like trying to like tell me something in my ear without a mask on or like someone's like trying to buy stuff and like but they have no mask right which is gonna happen i know that but it's just like it's like the merch table is like such a stressful like uh zone i know anyways (laughs) it's like someone's like talking to you and you're really hot and tired from just performing and you like don't want to talk about yourself anyways yeah. so yeah. like <laughs> I know. I and mean, then if so, like... if someone's hitting on you on top of it it's like it's like i'm just gonna shut down yeah <laughs> <laughs> i mean half the time when i talk to people on this podcast it comes around to the merch table there's just it's dramatic for musicians <laughs> I don't yeah. know if it's traumatic. Sometimes it is, and some it's just, dra- <laughs> it's just a weird thing. It's just like a thing, and it's like, yeah, it's like such an insane stress dream that only like I feel like a musician would know. Like that had I had to work the merch table. Yeah, <laughs> that's funny. <laughs> that's really funny. Um, you playing anything for the people on your radio show that you're psyched on? <sighs> I don't know. I mean, we uh, Sub Pop just asked us to do a Sub Pop takeover. Oh, fun. 
so like i i made one that i made a playlist that was like four hours long Mm -hmm. and then i was like oh i guess i should include the guys and i was like made a collaborative (laughs) and now it's 12 hours long no now it's 29 hours long (laughs) take over yeah yeah all right well what'd you get out of that what sticks out from the takeover um well i don't know i mean i guess there's a bunch of there's a bunch of crazy stuff there's like uh there's like some lou reed there's some like kraut rock la dusseldorf there's some maximum joy which is like this like san francisco punk from like the 80s hmm. there's harumi hasano boards of canada can yeah where uh, can we listen to this um i think sub pop's gonna post it it's not okay, cool. public yet but uh brian eno mm-hmm. i've been listening to john kale a lot lately again yeah. it's yeah. every every year or something i listen to fear and yeah Paris. there's also a beatles song on here did you watch it the beatles doc yes <laughs> did you love it i didn't watch it yeah you didn't? no i thought it, i was like i was like maybe i'll watch it if i get covid you know <laughs> you know just like watch it in like succession <laughs> so i guess you're telling me you didn't get covid that's a great way to tell me you haven't no i didn't get covid for some right. fucking reason i don't know why maybe but... not <laughs> or maybe i did and i just like didn't know that's i was true. sick which is totally possible yeah there, it's like the, the symptoms are like you feel achy and tired i'm like yeah i feel that way like every day yeah. <laughs> And I gave myself COVID probably about 30 times in the middle of the night. Yeah. So, I'm a little hot. Hmm. I must have yeah. a fever. Yeah. It's summer and I have blankets on me, but I must have COVID. Yeah. <laughs> um, all right. Well, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to let you go here, but one more question. Okay. What are you looking forward to in the next, I don't know, year or so? Looks like you have some tour dates starting in April. Is that right? yeah i'm looking forward to it i just like i feel like at a loss like how to prepare really i mean i guess i'm like making sure i have all my gear and stuff and i'm like fuck i gotta like rent a van yep gotta get merch i have a personal question for you regarding touring you don't have to answer it Um, yeah i can erase it if it's too personal what do you do with your dog when you go on oh i bring him oh you do yeah fuck yes yeah he's a great road dog i mean he's so like chows are like not a hyper dog Mm -hmm. he just wants to hang out with me you know so he's like he just like sleeps in the van he like looks out the window you know he's funny like everybody looks back at him and he's like (laughs) he's fun on tour there's like bring him in like he stays in the car or the green room and at the end of the night he like comes and like runs around the venue or my god what a fun guy yeah watley yeah All he right. like chills on stage while i like wrap up my cables my god what a perfect touring dog yeah <laughs> all right well um good luck on tour that sounds Thanks. i'm excited for your tour because watley I mean, I'm also excited for people to see you, but I'm excited that Watley gets to hit the road finally. Yeah. Well, again, killer record. And I hope to see you guys if you make it to Seattle. I'm sure you will. Oh, yeah, definitely. Within 22 or maybe 23. And uh, I'll be there at the show. Sweet.
All right. Come say hi. I will. All right. Thanks a lot. Good to talk to you. Bye. Bye.